You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, it's the Rundown, presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Well, we lost a legend last night. Um, just a few days after losing Bill Russell, one of the greatest winners and champions in the history of North American sports, we lost Vin Scully at the age of 90. Now, he had been doing it, man. Like, I, I, I feel like I, we heard him on a broadcast like two years ago. I mean, he was, he was rocking and rolling damn near up until the end of his life uh, was Vin Scully. And look, I mean, he's, he's an icon. He's an iconic voice. He's one, he's one of those voices that you just know as soon as you hear it who it is. It's Vin Scully, that, that deep voice, that friendly disposition. Um, and, and honestly, like, Look, I was not a baseball fan. I was not a Dodgers fan. But you would just, like, hear clips of him, like, just telling, you know, just telling stories that weren't really related to the game themselves. Um, he's the best. He is certainly the best. Probably, I don't know, but some people might have him as the GOAT overall. Some people, almost everybody would have him as the GOAT of baseball. Um, but certainly an icon. Uh, we have lost an icon. Dodgers president Stan Kasten said the Dodgers' Ben Scully was one of the greatest voices in all of sports. He was a giant of a man, not only as a broadcaster, but as a humanitarian. He loved people. He loved life. He loved baseball and the Dodgers, and he loved his family. His voice will always be heard and etched in all of our minds forever. Six decades, man. Mm. He did it for six decades. Yeah, don't make them like that anymore. I mean, that's unreal. And baseball is a sport where, like, look, Eric is amazing. Eric Hasseltine is amazing as the voice of the Memphis Grizzlies here on 92.9. But you don't really have the space to fill in a basketball game. All you're doing in a basketball game, and you're doing it well, but you're just calling what your eyes are seeing and the action that is constantly happening on a basketball court. There is much more action, yes. You have so much dead time to fill in a baseball that's, game. That's true. You better right? have your stories ready. You know, you gotta. You, you can't just sit there and say, "Strike two, ball goes back to the pitcher." One. No, you I mean, can't. You, I mean, like you, you gotta, gotta have you, your stories. You right? know, because like that's not gonna grip me. Mm-hmm. You know, Brad grew up on baseball. Even Brad's like, I ain't listening to that crap. You know, so that was what made Vince Scully so different. He did it by himself. Two, he filled the time by himself. And he probably would get to a point to where he, he, he had to have it that way, right? I think like you, he had have, to have well, you have to be wired to do that because most people don't like, don't like the own, their own sound of their voices. I think all of us in this room are probably that way. You know, you get tired of hearing yourself. It's, you kind of have to get comfortable with that, too, by the way, to be successful in this business. Otherwise, you can't talk as much as y'all do, you know? Yeah, like I, I, 
I love Jason's voice. I, I think Jason could be the voice of the Redbirds. Uh, I think he, that's where he. I love his voice too. That's where he needs to kind of start, and, you, and and then he can sort of work his way up from there. If it if it turns out he could hack. It. I actually think. Thank you. I, I might add, you have vocally and what you say, but the way you say it too it stands you. out. You, yeah. you really like when I say Santi. Santi, is, especially your foreign language, you know, foreign pronunciations, oh, yeah, no, like right. you know, like baseball is great because so many, you know, there's players from Honduras, right? Roberto Hernandez, and, and, and so I think Jason is uniquely qualified as someone who can can put such an accent mark on those names. He's basically the Vince Scully of our staff. Yeah, that I'm would be Jeff. Not as good a storyteller, right? I, I, let's roll with Jeff or Jeff, Gary Jeff on that. And, Jeff has been doing and it Gary's an for OG. six decades. Not, you know, Gary could be in that category because he's been doing it so long. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Jeff the older. So that, we have to give it to him in now that how, regard. How old right? do you say Jeff is now? Jeff's 60. Okay. Yeah. I think Vin had the stories in the voice, I guess, is what we're he saying, could, right? The point is he could tell. I heard it this morning. Brad, I think it was you that played it. He could tell a story about <laughs> two jackrabbits being eaten by a snake. Yes. And then the snake is chopped up. Yeah. And out of the snake comes a still alive jackrabbit. Yeah. Right? And they nurse the right. jackrabbit. This, this is Bumgarner's story. Yeah. During a call yeah. that apparently Madison Bumgarner had brought, or his family yeah. had brought back to life. You're doing this during the game, and there is it's seamless. Yeah, he's weaving in and out of the call and into the story, and that's the great thing about. And and the thing that uh, that they're saying about him today, uh, Tim uh, Tim Jerkin said it on uh, Tim Kajerkin. How do you how do you pronounce his last name? Kirkjian Kirk, is it? Kirkjian. Kirkjian. I think it's Kirkjian. Yeah. Let's just a, never try to do that ever. Kirkjian. No, we got it You needed some time. Tim Kirkjian. His point was that baseball would never interrupt mm-hmm. Vin's story. That's right. That once Vin started telling the story. That because yes. of because of every, because of people's reverence for him and respect for him, baseball wouldn't would wait in terms of plays. That hit wouldn't come until Vince was done with the yeah. score. Well, like uh, here's one. That's that's the goat. I have a two minute one. If you're interested, if you're not interested, I won't play it. But like Jeff played one this morning. It was the Bumgarner one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the Jackrabbits. Yeah. I, I think if if you know we, if we're going to sort of cement him and put him up, then we should certainly. Pay homage to his work. This is Bird Poop and Mike Matheny and the great Vin Scully. Bottom of the second inning, no score, and the subject is Mike Matheny. Matheny, 44 years old, come the end of September, born in Ohio, lives in Missouri. But he was not even 18 years old, and he came to the University of Michigan with a major league dilemma. Earlier that summer, the Toronto Blue Jays had drafted a catching prospect in the 31st round, but Matheny decided to honor his college commitments, but he had a lot of doubts. Getting drafted was a dream come true, and if he waited till later on, the next time the offer would be less or not forthcoming at all. So he was a young man, not 18, and a lot of pressure. Should I turn pro or go to college? Major League Baseball rules allow players to sign with teams up until a player officially enters college full-time. That's the key, full-time. Anyway, Matheny showered, ready to go to class for the first day, walked out of the dormitory, stomach knotted, and a pigeon defecated directly on his head. Now, conventional wisdom would suggest the bird bombing was a sign that he should hit the road. But Matheny had to go back and clean up. The pitch to Uribe, a strike, all in one the count. He went back and showered and cleaned up and decided all of a sudden he was at peace. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to go to college. 
And there was one other thing that happened. The strike one pitch swung on and missed 0 and 2. Matheny went to his first class and when he reached class he noticed a pretty field hockey player named Kristen. And he would marry her and live happily ever after. Wow. That's the story of Mike Matheny and the bird poop. As Uribe hasn't much of a swing as he returns against a great pitcher and strikes out. See, that's that's been. That was an at-bat while that story right. happened. Right. Now, you know, Uribe probably feels like a little disrespected, right, <laughs> in that sense. He's like, uh, yo, I'm, 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 at the, I'm at the plate. You're telling a story about Mike Matheny when he was 18 years old. Uribe doesn't care. He's the GOAT. It's yeah. the GOAT. He's going to yeah. let Ben do it any, anywhere. I cannot. It's so hard to do. To be able to go between two things like that. No doubt, yeah. to, to still be able to call the game, but then go back to your and, spot and pick in your up story. immediately. When I try to switch over and make a point, but then jump over, like that gets tough. You got to be so laser focused to do that. And you saw, you saw him be that for decades, be that locked in to be able to bounce back and forth, like we said, seamlessly between the call and your story. Well, That's what made him great. Who was the, uh, it reminds me of, and I, clearly it was, he was inspired Distinctive by Ben Scully, well. Tom Brenneman. Tom Brenneman? Isn't he the... He was with the Cincinnati Reds. Didn't yes. he get in some hot water? Yeah, big so, time so, hot water. So he, he got in big time hot water. He, he did this. He was in the middle of his apology for saying, like, a, I think a homophobic slur or something like Correct. that. Yeah, he He's did a lying. no-no. And he says, he says, he says uh, you know, and I want to apologize to my family as Nick Castellanos goes deep oh. left. <laughs> it, it actually was Castellanos. John's got that, a great now memory. Now, that's, that's different. It was Castellanos. But that was Ben scully But when you're doing your apology, you may want to do that in a separate venue. Yeah, well, like, that, I, that's why I, that would, Tom, yeah. I would have, I would have, yeah. like, done that sort of during mm. a break, maybe. Right in the action, you, you have to you have to figure out as the network to not make that happen. That way. Yeah, because like that was the last thing I'm pretty sure he, you know, the, one of the last things that he said in his broadcast, and I mean, it was going back to the last at, uh, the last at bat from the last team. It was the first half or the second half, and he comes back on after the break to do that. That's just disrespectful, man. Yeah, and like it's 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 like become a meme now. Oh, it's know? ridiculous. Like, it's, That's ridiculous. Yeah. This, you know, he's in a class by himself, though. They don't make him like this anymore. Going to war, you know, he was in the 50s, was in, you know, in Brooklyn, and then goes over to the Dodgers. He's with the team for 70 years. It's just, you won't see that again. It's crazy. But yeah, it, uh, it's just like, you know, I, I realize that I have let my family down. I am probably Tom Brenneman, yeah. never going to work in this sport again. Ball and two. I am extremely <laughs> sorry as what a hit. From Nick Castellanos, it has left the ballpark, and I will soon be tendering my resignation. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. it was just, it was just a, it was a surreal thing. Now, again, that was, you know, Vin was telling a story. Tom Brenneman was apologizing for a slur, right. but you could see one was clearly inspired. What other, by the what end. other announcers? While we're talking about Vin, stick out to y'all like Al Michaels, Marv Albert, Harry, uh, Harry Carey yep, was man. Yep, he was, yep. and, and he was more fun. Right, I mean, we don't. Obviously, Vin was fun, but like he, he was the party man. I mean, he's spelling you, trying to spell your name backwards. But <laughs> he was remember, so funny. Remember man. him trying to uh, spell, try to pronounce Grudzalonic backwards, <laughs> and would spend like half an inning on trying to do that. Yeah, so and it's funny. like, dude, I love that stuff. Though. This, it's this so stuff, good. But, but that was Harry, and and a lot of times he'd be on the bud, and that's why he's he, drinking. Yeah. His big thing was John pronouncing names backwards. One of his yeah, yeah. I mean, we we, we've. 
you know, for him, very entertaining. And when you're a kid, yeah. it's fun. After a while, it gets a little old. But it, yeah, and, and he would do it with the most difficult names. Yes, you, and you would have to battle through that. Yes, I don't, I don't think to mock him think, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Vin didn't waste time. No. Harry, as great as he was, and you loved him and mm-hmm. became part of you, he, he would waste a lot of time. Just pandering. To, to John's yeah. point about it, you got so much to fill. Well, a lot yeah. of it was just Harry just having his own fun, all that. Vin, it seemed like, was he was telling yeah. you an upli- a, a story with a moral to it. You know what I'm saying? This was like prepped out. This yeah, was yeah. prepped. Yeah, Vin, Vin, Vin didn't waste time no. in, in the same vein that, that Harry felt like Harry did. Yeah. Harry did a lot of plan. Yeah, no, I mean, I th- we, you know, Al Michaels is is up there. Uh, Marv Albert is up there. Wayne um, Larrabee. It's interesting. Bob Costas came up today in the obituaries, and he had a lot of quotes about Vin Scully. Yeah. I don't know about y'all, and this is no disrespect to the great Bob Costas, but... He turns me off when he talks. Like I, I am not. Well, he's too smart for you. He, yeah. Like I can't. He comes across. I cannot that way, relate so to him at all. Exactly. So it's, yeah, it's, I mean, he's not very relatable. And it's not necessarily the announcer's job to be relatable, but it, it definitely helps when they are. Oh, right? in terms dude. of their likability, in yeah, terms yeah, of because yeah, like, undeniably yeah. Bob Costas is amazing, right? Yeah. But he would never be anybody's first choice to like hear. No. You would go with like. Like, I think Kevin Harlan is incredible. I love Kevin you know? Harlan. And I think he's funny yeah. and he's interesting. I can yeah. kind of relate to him. Yeah, I think he's great. Uh, I like, um, is it Iron Eagle? Iron like, Eagle's great. And his like son, I- who calls the Clippers games now. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, y'all aren't going to give me any credit for Wayne Larravee? I love Wayne Larravee. I don't know. I'm not familiar the with great his work. Wayne Larravee. Used to be on WGN. Yeah. But I think he ended up, he's doing like Green Bay and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wayne Larravee, bro. Is Look he, him up. Is he a brother? No, he's not a brother. Okay. See, that's you assuming. You know what they say about folks who assume, don't Can I not just ask a question, bro? Ask. This is actually... We do need some diversity representation. I mean, that is a problem. Wayne Larrabee is white as you, brother. While we're bringing up announcers, this was announced this morning, some breaking news. And we have SEC fans here who have really followed this guy. Skip Reynolds used to follow this guy. Eli Gold Mm -hmm. is going to miss the first half of the Alabama season with health issues. Chris Stewart's going to fill in those Alabama broadcasts. Eli Gold comes up a lot in in some of these conversations because of the voice. And yeah, stuff. yeah, uh-huh. the SEC football guys for sure. Well, I hope he's all right. I hope he's. I hope he's. Uh, it just happened today. Yeah, I hope he is okay. I think Pete Pranica is fantastic. He is good. Pete Pranica is absolutely fantastic. Eric Hastine, fantastic. It's different when you're a when you're a TV versus radio guy, though. You know what I mean? Like it is a it is a different ball game you're playing because your job is to describe what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know. TV, when the game goes fast. Right. TV, everybody sees it, you know? Right. That doesn't mean that it's not, you know, still A little bit different job duties, though. But, yeah, like, I feel like in TV, you sort of have to, I think being in TV, this is, this is you know, people might disagree. I think you have to be a little more quirky. I think you have to be a little more clever. Maybe you know? even a little bit more prepared because, again, with radio, to your point, you're describing so much of the action, right, right. as opposed That's to right. Uh, with television, maybe a little bit more prepped on your stories and the yes. backgrounds of these guys, mm-hmm. because again, they're seeing it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You're, well, there's you're, less and, visual, and you're, you're, and you're sitting across from a guy who has done not one but two Hoop City All Star games. Yeah, uh, who was called two? Right, not one. But two of those. When you got to multiple, it felt like you really felt yeah, like I mean, I've, well I've sort of established myself as a as a, an, an elite. You would call that an establishment of yourself. Oh, I think there's no question. Two. Had there been a third. I'd be on that one. Jason and John, I think the game has gotten easier to call since the Vin Scully days of the 80s and 90s, though, because you used to have to take your own stats. You'd have to have a statistician. 
And now, when you call a game, that's all automated. Right. It's yeah. all right there. You know how yeah. many rebounds Jaron Jackson that's has. Right. You know how many that's points right. he has. I want to go back to what John was talking about, though, because I think he's taking a little bit more credit than he should. Because oh, for his own wasn't career? Wasn't Hasseltine in... really on the call? And yes. You were just, I was the color you were just guy. You were color analysis. Color. So what again, the hell? The guys we're talking about much different than that little garbage you did. You were okay? an analyst. Hasseltine was actually the one working, and he was that's the true. pro that was that's, there. That's, so a, that's again, a good point. Again, you try to tell a story and pass it off as you did much more than Here's the thing, though. So like, I just straighten that out. But Brevin's important to the broadcast, right? Yeah, but you sold it as you did two of them. You have I literally did do two of them. You are not Vin Scully. You are not Eric Hasseltine. You are not the, Pete Prankle. You're color? not Wayne Larrabee. Who are the great color right. guys? Now we need another conversation for John here for what he really did, which was color that day that did on color. those two high school games. That's what I do for this show. You know what I'm saying? No, that's more me. Well, you, th- you think I'm not color for this show? No, you're more the play-by-play. I'm more the color guy. I think the well, that's good, why our show the good is, thing is that's why our show is complete chaos. And and the good thing is in rundown we kind of we kind of go back and forth with it. We can both do it, but I think no, I think you're more the I'm more, let's be real. You're more Greenberg at this point. Yeah, I mean I can I'm I, more Golick. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why did you say it? You were so resigned to I mean, that. Those are kind of the roles we've settled into. Well, you know, it's the whole thing. I don't like, want to like bring I, up old stuff. At the beginning of the show, when I do, you know, two, three minutes, maybe my open will go three and a half minutes, and you start looking, you're like, uh uh-uh, uh. Well, because we get into a, we get into a groove. Uh-huh. We get into a routine. Right, it's right, like, right, right. What, what the hell is this guy doing? Well, He's gone on for five minutes. The great thing is it's interchangeable, but you, sir, are a color man. You are not a play by play broadcast man. Just want to make sure except we get that straight the, oh, before we go here. to the next thing. Except here. Except here, you yeah. actually right. I think listening, we have two two person shows out of Memphis on this station. They're mm-hmm. your show and we have Giannato and Jeffrey. Yeah. I think both shows are interchangeable in terms of one of the hosts can take off and the other person can anchor the show and offer analysis and information. There you go. Yeah. That, no doubt. Don't you think? Yeah. No, I agree with you. We don't need two hosts. You could one of you 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 help each other, you know, you both anchor well, the show. I, I, I think that the foundation's getting laid there. Mm-hmm. John's the yin, I'm the yang. I think you both have the same similar role, both but, hosting, anchoring. But not as strong by ourselves as we are, what, John? Together. Together. That's right. Isn't that right? That's good. Yeah. That, that, it's, but it's never reassuring when mm. the program director says we don't need two hosts, though. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Like, I didn't even I didn't, The <laughs> way you just said it, you guys. it sounds it's, it's, The way you said it with your tone, it sounds completely different than the way Brad said it. No, I think you're better together. I agree with that. But you guys could do a show by yourself, is what I said. Also, Wolo. We, have to, we haven't mentioned Wolo in, Ooh, the, in, the, in, the, in the Wolo's Memphis great, party. yeah. Yes. You talk about a staple. Yes. Literally, I've grown up yes. on Wolo. Mm-hmm. Literally. You know, is the soundtrack for the Tiger? It, it makes him sound older than he is, but it's it's absolutely true because he's been doing it so long. Yes. You're exactly right, man. You are exactly oh. right. So, uh, anyway, a salute to Vince Scully. You have some uh, great memories of Vin. Well, well done, John. Well done. I, di- I didn't have it. Is he a little before your time, would you say? Yeah, That's well, kind of how I'm it, feeling it was, here. It was, out of my, it was before my time and out of my universe. Be- yeah. you before know, his I, time in baseball. Well, yeah, yeah like, Ben quit in what seventeen? Yeah, in terms of being the mm-hmm. the, the 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 guy with the Dodgers. It. Yeah, you guys have to understand, you like you know, there there. I lived in like I think for the first seventeen years of my life, I probably lived in like a you know a very small but very small corner of the world where I wasn't even paying attention. To, like you know, I, I was oblivious, and I, I think we all probably were at that he was age. On Sigma you know? View over there. You yeah, know, I was on Sigma your own, View, bro. Just doing I was just, your own thing. One word about no Ben Scully. That's for sure. <laughs> Not over there. Might hit up tops. Then we going over to, over. To, <laughs> That's right. right well, he was always on TV in the '80s. Like you just pop on, and there he was calling the the big Dodgers game in '88. Right. And for your generation, right. Jason, with me. Oh, uh, uh, Jeffrey Wright, play by play man for MUS. That's right. He's we're another, starting in two weeks. He's another great. 
few weeks on 790 The Bet. That's a guy who's actually been doing it and doing it for years at a high level. That's exactly right. You try to pass it off as you've done too. Well, I forgot that Eric was with me. <laughs> I forgot that Eric did those as well. But I did I, I did do two though, bro. All right? Yep. And, and you'll remember I had that interview with Jonathan Lawson when he essentially committed to Memphis that, that day. That was big. You know? So I think my we all con- remember John. My contributions are just uh, no. I enjoy talking about it, too, Brad. I do. Um, you know, and because I watched the whole thing, he's great. He shouted out CJ. That remember we were watching. I did. Yeah. And I, you, 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 you were a special place in my heart for those two times right. John did but, that. But you weren't happy with the shout out. You thought Very I should have. You thought I should have gone on long. I mean, dude, I got a game to call. You know, I don't. I don't <laughs> well, okay, yeah. I, I can't sit <laughs> you here. You can't be just, Vin Scully and yeah. weave in and out of stories and yes. inspirational quotes for CJ and then get back to the game. You know, you I could have done a better job. I could have said something along the lines of, you know, maybe young CJ could be out here one day. I could have done a better job of that. You admitted that. Oh, I and I so, do. I okay, still admit don't change that. It now. I think the tough thing for guys like Vin now is to be ride the line of cornball and being drawing people in because people would easily if he started today everybody would go he's a corny dude you know like yeah. it's hard to do that he, but he could also let it breathe he could also let the the that's action it. take over and he always had the great feel so that's what's uh that was what was so awesome about Ben Scully John anything else you'd like to add about Scully I just want to make on? sure we hit every great <laughs> I broadcaster think we did brother at every break every great broadcaster in Memphis I don't want anybody to be left oh, out in Memphis, are you guys yeah. getting texts or something yeah of course of course you know I mean like there's there is a gatekeeping in this community for sure. On our show, and I respect that, and I appreciate that. Well, who calls nine hundred one FC? Make sure you mention them. I, I since we're getting in everybody here, I, so you can't be putting me on the spot like okay, that, bro. Okay, I don't okay. even know where the gotcha. okay. are they on radio. I you're asking you're asking me crazy uh, TV, questions. Radio, whatever. Van Horn, is, huh? Van Horn oh, calls the nine hundred one games. Okay, yeah. So I, I assume he's fantastic. I do. I have to assume that. You know. Oh, I got one. Jeff Brightwell. Jeff Brightwell you know, does Memphis, calls baseball, Memphis baseball, baseball as well as some other things as well. So make sure we get all of them. Right you now. know, the truth is that when and you he's fantastic. Greg Greg calls the ESPN Plus games. Greg Gaston. When you get that role, who Greg Gaston calls the ESPN Plus games. You know, it's just when you get that role, it is absolutely an honor. Any any whether you're calling. Who else do we need to give a shout out to? Middle school games or you know, Brad, uh, you doing any Lausanne games this year? I, they, I, they've taken in in 1999. They took me off a of play by play game. Uh, my last game was called. My wife uh, asked me if I wanted to do PA out at Oakhaven this year on Friday night. You'd be great football. there. For football, yeah, I think it's uh, forty five. I, I did call uh, hockey on the East Coast when I was there in the uh, early two thousands. So I think an ECHL game might have been my last official play. We're at the bottom of the yeah, we're we're done. Next story, hey, by play guys. Uh, R.I.P. Vince Gully. This gonna matter to you. Did you see who the Broncos lost yesterday? I did season? actually see that. Actually, they're touchdown leaders. Like the name Tim Patrick, you know, when you hear it, might not jump out at you, but he was the Broncos touchdown leader last year uh, and yesterday. Uh, after catching a pass, turned to go upfield, tore that ACL. He's out for the season. Was one of the again the weapons along with Cortland Sutton and others that you know made Denver such a an appealing place, an attractive destination for Russell Wilson. They've lost one, and and actually it comes on the heels of Dallas losing James Washington. Now that one's different. It was a fractured right foot, uh, so you might see Washington there by the end of the season be back. Whereas with Patrick, he's gone for the season for Denver. Um, but the question is going to be, do both teams make moves? Jerry Jones has already come out and said he wants to give the young guys a go before you go looking at Odell Beckham Jr., who's still hanging around out there, Emmanuel Sanders as well. I just wonder for that Denver offense again, um, Tim Patrick last year about 600 yards, five touchdowns led him because it was spread out. Judy needs to step up at some point too. Um, you like what they've got with Corlin Sutton, but 
if, if Denver's truly got a number of weapons, well, you need to see it this year. But do you think they'll end up going out and making a move to replace Patrick? With the three of them, yep. it was a nice, really, one, two, very, three. Very, very nice. No question about it. He's still got weapons. There's no question about it with Cortland, with Judy. But um, do you make a move if you're the Denver Broncos? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, like you said, Emmanuel Sanders is out there. I mean, there's a lot of talented uh, there's a lot of talented receivers available. Um, I don't know that they have to because I think Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy probably will get the job done, um, and I don't know what their depth chart looks like, but it is a sneaky underrated loss for them. Like, mm-hmm. it's not going to be one that people are, like, talking about today on NFL Network, but, like, that's a, he's a big target, you know, and, that it, like, Judy did have a drop problem, so... You know, look, you're gonna you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna have to have some reliable guys. Noah Fant's gone, right? The tight end is gone, mm-hmm. so that's part of it as well. I mean, you're talking about Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and KJ Hamler right now. I mean, that's a pretty that's a pretty big drop off to me. Yep. Um, so, like, yeah, I mean, I, I, Antonio Brown has completely tanked his opportunity. Yeah, I don't do I that. don't think any of these teams are gonna call him this year. Not right. after last year and the way he went out. But yeah, I mean, that's you're exactly right. Like, you're on the right track with. You know Emmanuel Sanders, Odell Beckham, right? Go get him. So, so, he he'll he will be available eventually. It won't be to start the year, but he will be as well. the 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 points the same for the again the Cowboys who right now just got C D Lamb and Noah Brown are the only wide receivers that caught a pass from Dak Prescott last year. Now that you've got you know Gallup's continuing to rehab, uh, and you also had the loss of of James Washington, so there's a need there too for some guys. Remember. Uh, our man said Wilson. He's down with the Dolphins now. Yeah. Like they let some guys go, didn't resign some guys, and so Amari Cooper obviously now with Cleveland. So Dallas too, very thin right now at receiver. You know, some have said, well, maybe Jerry needs to take a look at Odell, the aforementioned Odell Beckham Jr. I don't know if that doesn't sound like they're going to do it right now, um, but somebody's going to eventually end up kicking the tires on Odell Beckham Jr. It might be one of these two teams with the uh, with the injuries this preseason. Any other big ones? So far this preseason in terms of injuries, injuries those are, it's been so. the receivers that are the ones that have stuck out so far. Uh, we'll keep you posted, though. That's the great thing. Will about Fuller, did you mention him? Mm-mm. Will Fuller's out there. right? Yeah. Former yeah. Uh, Texan. I mean, as a number three. He'll, could, he'll be on a roster. At 28. He'll be on a roster I mean, before could, it's all said and done. You could certainly do worse than him, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, as a Raider fan, that's less depth for the, Bron- the Denver Broncos. Look, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think uh, it, it's – it's a safe bet to assume they're going to be competitive and you know have a chance with Russell Wilson, but most you know, books have got him ahead of you yeah, guys, I, right? I, I don't, is... I don't know that that should be the case. Is my point? Like Derek Carr, I think is going to wake a lot of people up. That's what I believe, myself included. Like I, I'm, I'm, I go back and forth on him a lot, but I think he he proved to me last year without any real weapons, man. And and Darren Waller got taken out of the game pretty often, and he was hurt. He, the fact that he willed that team to a playoff appearance, wild court or not, yeah. is pretty damn remarkable. I, I think more of the question on y'all is going to be, can you get stops? Right? Yeah. In that division, particularly yeah. no, with fair. those quarterbacks, fair. is can y'all get the stops? We yeah. know you're going to score points. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, but, yeah, like I, I, I think there are real questions about Russell Wilson, where he is in his career. You know, last year was not always great for him. Now, you know, was that the offensive line? Was that his finger? La, la, la. I, I just think that, you know – is he Tom Brady in the sense that he comes into a situation and immediately wins a Super Bowl? I don't think. I don't think so. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. But 
you know, it could be. There wrong. might be a point where we said Russell Wilson was a top five quarterback. That's no longer the case. Yeah, he's still he's still they, the Denver Broncos still, by the way, made the one hundred percent right move going and getting him. They weren't going anywhere. Well, it's they an upgrade and, from what they yeah, had. They yeah. now have a guy who's done. And you it. have you, you know you have Simmons, but, you have uh, you have Chubb, you have pieces defensively too. But, but is he is he still good enough again to be the thing that puts you over the top over a Josh Allen? Over a Patrick Mahomes, you know, be the, to take a Denver and put you up above those teams again. Hell, Cleveland with Deshaun, Cincinnati. I, I, I don't know that he's still that guy. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. he lost a weapon this week, though. Uh, obviously, not having Patrick for the season down to an ACL. Uh, Anthony Sands going to join us uh, in the third hour. We will talk to him. Uh, about everything that's going on here in Memphis, maybe get into a little Grizzlies with him as well. But look, it's moving season, not just for Russell Wilson and some other free agents. It could be moving season for you. Black Tie Moving is here for all your moving needs. So if you're thinking about relocating, whether it's home or office, cross town, cross country, make sure you call our friends at Black Tie Moving three one six six one nine six three one six sixty one ninety six because they have changed moving in the city of Memphis. When you're moving, you're not just moving things. You're moving pieces of your life, and they can move it all. They can move appliances. They can move the fine art, the heavy stuff, the light stuff, and they're going to do it efficiently. They're going to show up on time. That's what makes them the best. I've used them twice. I'll do it a third if I have to. 316-6196 is the number. Book your move now. It'll book up fast. Summer's here. Moving season's here. Black Tie wants to take the tour, moving your things out of your hands, and make it that much easier for you. Black Tie moving. Change moving in the city of Memphis. Call today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. How's barbecue for lunch? That's where you need to go. All right? They got everything on the menu now. Just telling you. Innovating every single day. Cooking it up, whipping it up there in the Topps Barbecue kitchen. They got the battle of the bar going on, right? Got the beef, the pork, the turkey. Which one's the best? Go to their Facebook page. Let them know. I don't know, man. I might uh, 
I might have to roll with the cheeseburger today. Now, I, might, I, I do reserve the right to change my answer, mm-hmm. but I might roll with the cheeseburger, the beef for today at Top's Barbecue. It's all good. The pork, the beef, the turkey, it is. Put in your vote over on Facebook at Top's Barbecue. We'll see what rains at the top. You get it? The point is, Top's been raining for 70 years, going strong. And you know why? Because they're the best. There's a reason you've been rocking for 70 years and still smoking. Uh, no matter what you get from Tops, get that brisket. Get that barbecue on top of that fantastic burger. That's the Fireman Burger. Try the smoked bologna sandwich. Do it with their new sweet and saucy sauce. You can thank us later. It's Tops Barbecue. 70 years, yes, and still smoking. All right, so uh, you were over the break talking about how much you appreciate Vernon Maxwell for sort of his art, his art form of ish talking. So I don't know if you remember Vernon. He was a real hothead. He always goes with the uh, Utah Jazz, right? Like, that's his oh, stick. Oh, still, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Gives yeah. him a hard time. So John Morant was on with Taylor Rooks, and, you know, <clears throat> I think he just kind of was, was you know, fr- freestyling about, you know, whoever. They, they do like a yearly, yeah, the get-together, yeah. those two, a yearly interview. And, uh, and of course, Ja had that quote where he says, I would have cooked him, too, in relation to Michael Jordan, your goat. Yeah, but that, that it all got taken out of context, did it not? Well, what part was what part was out of context? I don't know. Ja came out and spoke to it, and so did Taylor Rooks too. She said that ESPN completely ran with a story wow. where the facts they had the facts wrong on this in terms of what Ja actually said about Mike. Okay, well, uh, Bernie Maxwell uh, did not get the memo about the context part, uh, and uh, and he responded on Gilbert Arena's podcast, the No Chill podcast, and he said all these kids talk a lot of bleep. Ja, you know I love you and your dad, but hey, man, stop that. Bleep, man. You ain't want them problems. I'm telling you, Ja, I'm looking at all these cameras. Yeah, you don't want them problems. Of course, Vernon Maxwell was on that Houston Rockets championship run team in 1994. And uh, you could see where Vernon, I suppose, would uh, take umbrage with the idea that here comes this, you know, third year, you know, Ja Moran thinking he can just – Cook, the best player of my generation, perhaps the best ever, right? That's kind of where Vernon's coming. You know, Dan Dockage once guarded Michael Jordan. Yeah, he it? tells the story quite a bit. Yeah. So that's just one thing we're not going to do today. You know, we're not going to ever suggest that anybody could cook Michael Jordan. Um, so, yeah, that was an interesting uh, – he seemed serious when he said it. You know, look, he says he loves, you know, John, his dad. I have no problems. Well, yeah, hadn't Kendrick Perkins said similar things? He has intimated like y'all are not. But John needs to chill. He said, didn't he say technically, John, you're, you know, you ain't from the hood or something like that along those lines? Kendrick Perkins, uh, it seems like that Vernon's saying essentially the same things along that those lines. Yeah. Uh, Vernon Maxwell also on that podcast said he about stabbed Hakeem Olajuwon on the same podcast. You wonder if, if how much of calling Jai out on this and then saying there's a story of TMZ about him on the same No Chill with Gilbert Arenas podcast saying – him and Olajuwon got into a fight at halftime to where police had to draw their guns on them because Olajuwon had slapped Vernon Maxwell out of his chair and Vernon was about to go get a knife to actually stab him. But the cops prevented it from happening by drawing guns at him at halftime of a game. So my question is, how much of those kinds of stories, that story we've never heard before, by the way, of their time, of his time with Akeem Olajuwon, how much of those stories and now this sort of calling out of Ja is to get Gilbert Arenas clicks for the podcast? You know what I'm saying? Like how, you know, the hyperbole starts coming into it, the calling out of Ja. If it's now, again, you're, you know why he's calling out Ja? Because right now Ja's popular as hell. Mm-hmm. Because right now he's one of the faces of the league. 
and it gives your your name, it gives this podcast a little more clout if you're calling out John ja Morant and people are saying, hey, Vernon Maxwell's calling out one of the faces of the league right now. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder what the line is. It, I mean, you really think he was going to stab Akeem Olajuwon? No, I don't Guys, think he was going to stab. But, right, but you but you see him out on this podcast going out of his way but I think that's to try a, to make some news here. I think and he did, with the, with the, at least with the, the stabbing story and with the, the jaw stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just kind of Vernon, you know. I think getting him on your podcast, like if we, if we had him on the show, he probably would say Tell us a story he'd never told anybody else before. Huh? Well, I think you have that gift. I think you have that gift of getting it out of people. Um, specifically, but yeah, I mean, I, I have no problem with Jai. Like this goes back to even on the LeBron thing, right? When LeBron was saying, uh, you know, he had an issue with Desmond Bain chirping or whatever. Like I, you know, yeah, at some point, you know, being eliminated in the second round is is you, you like you got to like you, you can't just keep talking, you know, if you're a perennial second round elimination team. That's not what the Grizzlies aspire to be, and it's probably not what they're going to be. So. Uh, it only becomes a problem if you're like Pat Bev, who gets uh, eliminated in the like Pat Bev's like a joke, you know. People laugh at Pat Bev, you know. Even when he went on with first take and he was like talking about Chris Paul, that they're like, dude, you have ten uh, percent of the accomplishments of Chris Paul. It's one thing if it's like you know a media guy on there talking about Chris Paul, saying that you know because the media guys aren't in that world. Like, a media guy doesn't have anything, mm-hmm. but when it's a basketball player that l- legitimately has been in that arena, matched up face-to-face with Chris Paul and is saying those things, who is, is proportionally less accomplished and decorated, yeah, that's going to that's gonna have, a, uh, have, an, have an effect. So, yeah, I have no problem, but eventually, yes, the Grizzlies are going to have to win, like, big time, big time the playoff series and, 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 you know, make some noise late, late, late into the playoffs. Yeah, it's, I'm reading now. I had to go back and find what Perk had said uh, just because I wanted to be uh, clear on it. He basically said, told Ja to stop acting hood because he and the Grizzlies are not gangsters or hood. Is, and, and, and it becomes, is that your job? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or is it the basketball side of things? Like, because I know that Kendrick Perkins back in the day was sort of, that was his thing, right? To be the biggest bully on the block, he would try to, he would try to bully you. And that's, that, that was sort of, and so is he, is he saying it's different for Ja in terms of, and and is that his is that his place? But that 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 one was because it's one thing when you're talking about the young Grizzlies, what's going on on the floor. That's your job as a basketball analyst. But he started to get into almost Jaws off the court life, not just the talking on the floor, but the sort of the way he carries himself. The the these young Grizzlies, and I just he that he was that guy too that used to try to punk guys out, right? And and anyway, I I just the fact that it was coming from Kendrick Perkins seemed like a little bit of. Pot calling the kettle black. That agree completely. I don't think I don't think Kendrick's any more hood than Ja is just because Ja comes from a small town, in South Carolina. Kendrick comes from Texas, and I, again, is it good advice to Ja? I, I I don't know. Maybe in this sense, because of who it's coming from, maybe it doesn't hit its mark. Right. Yeah. Anyway, Vernon Maxwell had some uh, had some comments for John Rant on the No Chill podcast. All right, we'll come back. We'll ask Anthony Stain. A little bit later in the show, what he thinks about all of that, um, what former you know NBA players are saying about what the Grizzlies do and don't need to do, all that and more. Stick around, Jason and John, ninety turn FM, ESPN, WMFS FM, and HD One Bartlett, WMFS Memphis, where the legacy of sports is flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers talk. Always live on the free Odyssey app and smart speakers. Say play ninety two nine ESPN, powered by DuckDuckGo. This is a Reese's peanut butter cup sound experiment. We're looking to find the perfect way to hear Reese's, so you'll buy more of them. Here we go. Reese's. 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 Hey, get out of here, you little stinker. 
Reese's. 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 Peanut butter cups. That, that breathy one sounded very creepy, am I right? Oh, are you seeing these readings? This is incredible. Short-staffed Marco's Climate Research Facility is in the eye of the storm. The atmospheric pressure to find more weather specialists is mounting. Man, this is going to be a big job. We're going to need a bigger team. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. When was the last time you changed your spark plugs? Replacing your spark plugs can restore the efficiency and performance of your vehicle. Stop by and get a $12 O'Reilly Auto Parts gift card after mail-in rebate when you purchase four or more select Iridium spark plugs. Get better performance with new spark plugs from your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store or O'ReillyAuto.com. Auto Parts. Wendy's new Strawberry Frosty is here. So check your watch. Is it Frosty time yet? It probably is. The hour hand would be on, I'm feeling snacky. And the minute hand would be on, relaxing with a rich, creamy Strawberry Frosty on a summer day, just digging into that smooth, chilly deliciousness and vibing. You know, depending on what kind of watch you have. When it's time for Frosty time, choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Frosty and Classic Chocolate or New Strawberry. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. There are a few rites of spring more satisfying than the annual deep clean, but many homeowners fail to include their air conditioning system in this ritual. There are a lot of low-priced tune-up offers out there, but your air conditioning system is a big investment, so be sure you're trusting its maintenance to professionals, like Landmark Heating and Air Conditioning. Since 1970, we've been providing quality service at reasonable prices. Call us to schedule your precision air conditioning tune-up today at 365-4260 or visit us at LandmarkHeatingAndAir.com. You pay for a county mayor, and I believe you deserve to have one. I'm Worth Morgan, and I'm running for Shelby County Mayor because Lee Harris isn't getting the job done. Violent crime is out of control. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.